0: assalamualaikum girlies welcome to the safe space podcast a podcast for the sisters that allows us to get together and share our stories this is a safe haven where vulnerabilities is embraced every story matters and every voice is heard my name is aisha and i'm your host today guys we're doing things a little bit differently i'm in the studio oh my grillies assalamualaikum
1: warahmatullahi wabarakatuh everyone i am samira i live in london i'm 25 and i work in education
2: Salaamu alaykum everyone, my name is Amina, I'm 23 and I'm also from London and I teach Islamic studies, I teach Arabic to little kids. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's a bit about me.
0: Are you forgetting that you're a hot accountant?
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> I do have a degree in accounting as
3: see. guys, I'm 20 years old, I'm the oldest of four girls. I'm just your regular Schmegula Somali girl that loves, that's an expert. She just loves playing sports and that's it. Alright,
0: basically the reason why I brought you guys onto the podcast is because you guys were, you know, a big part of my journey when I started this own journey. Um, If you guys remember in the first episode, I talked about how I met up with one of my friends and turned up on life. And I told her how, you know, we, we both said that how we want to start and um, journey. And she was like to me, actually, let's go to this class together. And then I started joining her at Duxie. And then that's where I met Baden. And then that's where I met Amina. Mm-hmm. And me and Samara already knew each other from before. And...
1: Um, how did you guys meet each other so like Aisha said me and Aisha knew each other prior to Duxie and the Duxie that we go to is within like a community center that does a bit of tuition and stuff me um Baden and Amina all work there I met Baden maybe five years ago and I was <laughs> a teacher Baden grew up a bit um she she became a teacher in the uh, tuition center and also joined my Duxie and then and then Amina um, you know, also like I said worked in the same tuition center community center we both go to the same Duxie in within that place um it's a class for teachers teachers and yeah I mean I'm gonna hit off as well so that's about it. Um, That's the
2: same. I met them both the same. But me and Bidden, we used to go to the same school. We also even used to go to the same Duxie before and we did not even know that. Yeah. And
3: we literally really? We literally. didn't know each other. And we, used to, we also lived down the road from each other as so we didn't even <gasps> know that. Yeah. And guys, we were talking about if we were friends back then, do we think we would have been friends? And <laughs> I genuinely think the answer is no. We, Absolutely both, we no. both said it. Are you serious? No, well, I hate. Hey. We wouldn't have been because our circles just never ran the same. And mm. we were such different people that we wouldn't have got on. But... Do you see the way life works? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no.
0: Let me ask you guys: How do you guys think your ilm journey is going so
1: far? Um, I can't say I can't speak much about my ilm journey only because it's just started. Mm. Um, I just feel like I've just embarked on this journey, and I think it's a journey that I'm gonna always be on as a Muslim, as as someone that's you know living. There's always a point where you can grow and change and develop and learn. So, in terms of where it's going and how it's going, mm-hmm. I just got here, babe. Mm-hmm. Do you know but what I, do I mean? how you find it so far, though? I mean, I definitely understand when scholars say if you make time mm-hmm. for, you know, the Qur'an and you make time for um, seeking knowledge and whatnot, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for barakah on your other time, I just used to always feel like, how am I going to fit everything in my busy schedule? Not knowing that Allah has, you know has time in his hands and he's the one that puts barakah in things mm-hmm. so you give time to Allah for the sake of Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts ease in everything else and everything else falls into place so that's one of the biggest things that I've took that I'm taking from this journey that I've just embarked on mm-hmm. so alhamdulillah like I'm excited I'm very hopeful I'm very enthusiastic and I just feel like getting me stuck in, do you know what I mean? I wish I'd done this sooner. I wish, you know, there's other 25-year-olds, Allahumma barik, that are, you know, that are leading classes, that are teaching, let's mm. say, um, back of the deen, like for example, they're teaching hadith, and hadith is one of the hardest things, to learn, and the narrations, and the chain, and the seal, and all of that good stuff. They're teaching intricate details of Islam. They're teaching this kitab, and this kitab, and the sharh of this, and sharh of that. You know, Allahumma barik to them. Mm. I just feel like there's no point in regretting wasted time it's only what i can do moving forward so i'm definitely excited and i'm just like yay alhamdulillah islam
0: How hope you know like your age has nothing to do with it because you know every single time you're with us you teach us about something
3: Sah. Sah.
0: every single time, whether it's a hadith, whether it's about something the Prophet Muhammad
1: she said, lied, Your Honor. No. She <laughs> <laughs> It's a lie.
0: Excuse me, I have two witnesses next to me.
1: Sir, thank you. They're all lies, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm
0: actually being serious. Allahu First God. of all, then just because maybe you're not leading a house or da doesn't mean that you're not still fulfilling your part and like. Do you understand? Do you understand?
1: Do you understand, Asha, that mm-hmm. if you've got the blessings of health, mm-hmm. of time, of opportunity? of living in the same country, mm-hmm. all of these things are presented to you. Ilm is so accessible. All our local masjids do classes for free. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, there are there is so much education on YouTube. You can there's so much that you can self teach and there's teachers accessible. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So with the opportunities that have been presented, I'm just saying I could have taken advantage. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah everything happened for a reason. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah has given us the tawfiq now to moving forward that we embark on the journey. Do you know what I mean? So I nice just feel, time. I just feel a bit sad, a little sometimes for lost times. But then again, that's the shaitan. and I'm not, I'm not yeah. trying to dwell too, too much into that. But it's something that I do consider. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Mm. You're
0: doing amazing
1: for you, right? Thank You're you.
0: Doing amazing. It's you. No, it's you. Go on, Emman. I
2: feel like when we were younger, it was more easier because our parents were the ones that pushing us like go to Duxie and then they would like buy us st- everything that we need and then they would wake us up in the morning time to wake up time to go but now that we're older it's like the responsibility is all on us and it's a bit scary because it's all like whatever you do is you're going to be questioned for it so I think I'm in a stage right now where it's i'm responsible for learning about the religion and it's everyone's responsibility to seek the knowledge you can't just be content with the little little things that you know because there's actually no reason if there was no resources and you'd only know a few things then that's fine but we have all these resources at our disposal and then on the day of judgment allah asks us oh why didn't you like learn more you can't say oh well, i'm i don't know or or i I thought i knew enough because you never ever know enough if you Mm. if it's like you read two chapters of a book and you say oh that's fine i'm done now when there's like twenty five thousand more chapters left you have Mm. to just keep going Mm. and i think it's a hard journey to go on but you have to just keep asking allah to make it easy for you keep making dua and just keep going i think that's just the main thing you just have to keep going
0: and how do you think it is going so
2: far for you i think i think i've been blessed a lot with especially
0: <laughs> like
2: you can't even understand i can't even understand. sometimes i just sit down and think how am i here right now how did i get to this point because i didn't ask for any of this stuff and just to imagine that um i got the job that i have right now i just said yeah sure fine i'll do it but just me saying yeah i'll do it that time it just got me to a place right now where i'm teaching little kids and then i have the responsibility whenever they ask me questions i'm like oh i don't know that so i have to go and find out the information and then all the people that i met it's just like I don't know what I would have done if I didn't say yes that one time. And I didn't even ask. I didn't even want to do it the first time. <laughs> I said no the first time. <laughs> first time they asked me, I said no. And they just asked me again. I was like, yeah, fine. <laughs> fine, I'll do it. Because they actually had no reason not to do it. And it's just,
3: just a massive blessing that I can't, like, thank a lot enough for.
0: Go on, how do you feel like your own journey's going?
3: Same with Samira and same with Amina. I feel like my journey just started. And then before, it was always someone else was going to do it for me. Like, Hawaii's oh, going to take me to Duxie mm. or... it's never coming from me, do you get what I mean? So I feel like now, this is the first time where I felt like, oh my God, this is coming from me. And it's been hard, I'm not gonna lie. It's it's not easy to change your whole, just your general habits as a person and trying to make them better and trying to be more aware of your actions and be self aware, and do the things that you know you need to do. But once you start, I feel like the hardest part is just starting. And I feel like now that I've started, Alhamdulillah, it's been easier as well, especially because I have so many resources available to me. Mm -hmm. And then also like I have, Alhamdulillah, like amazing friends. Mm -hmm. Who inspire me always? That's mm. yes, you guys, if you didn't <laughs> see, that's the mirror. <Samira. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but alhamdulillah, like, um, it's just going and I'm just excited to see where it ends up, inshallah. inshallah. Guys,
0: yeah. you know, you guys are actually think so amazing, like, you know, what's so crazy because I literally met Baden and Amina, like, what, five, five months ago now, six.
3: Yeah, it's not even that five long. Ago.
0: Yeah, five months ago. Yeah, and it's like I've actually I've seen you guys change so much as a person. Do you know that? Do you feel? Yeah, yeah. I've seen you guys Aww. grow so much as a That's
3: person. That's amazing. Yeah. The mirror, the way you used to. Um, Duxi classes, we didn't see you in <laughs> December. That was not a thing. <laughs> Girl, and then you came back and you were so on it. wallahi I'm so proud of you, man. Thank you. I'm you not going to lie to you. I,
1: that time, maybe two years ago, when I was doing my PGCE, year, I was barely at Duxi because I'm not going to to you. PGCE had me by the neck. neck. Right. By then, It was the worst educational year of my life. But yeah, alhamdulillah, Allah gave me the tawfiq to come back And mm. you guys you guys had a massive part to do with that Wallahi, I'm not going to lie to you The bullying that you guys did, it worked <laughs> It worked you had The, to the with constant it. checking up, the constant calls that Every every Sunday when we had Duxie They'd message me saying, Samira, you're coming, right? Samira, you're coming, right? And they'd call me, like, you're coming, right? And wallahi, when you have friends like that That are on your case That they're not benefiting in any way, form or shape Whether I'm there or not Do you know what I mean? If anything, time is getting wasted because I'm a chit a chow. Do you know what I mean? So, So the fact that they were on my case and a lot, and I just thought to myself, Allah is sending these people for you because they have no ulterior motive. They're not benefiting in any way, form or shape. Mm-hmm. Yet they're so concerned about, you know, you, your ilm journey and, you know, you're taking your Quran seriously and your hadith and this and blah, 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 blah whatever you learn on sa- Sundays. So, and every time I'd come, I just felt like the hadith that we were being taught that day or the seerah that we were doing or the fiqh that we were doing or the Quran that we were doing or the ayah that I was, you know, reciting to my teacher, I just felt like this is literally what I needed to hear today. Allah mm-hmm. subhanahu wa ta'ala <laughs> brought me here this particular day to hear this particular thing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So. Um, Honestly, you guys being on my case mm-hmm. and gently and lovingly and and kindly bullying me <laughs> really worked.
3: Thank you so much. I think we all bully each other. That's yeah, one do. thing I love about all of our friendships, guys. We hold each other accountable. Mm-hmm. Don't hey, don't like like none anymore. of us. We know it's like with each other, and yeah. I love that. Fast Wallahi, hey. don't ever. If you guys see me fall in somewhere, mm-hmm. don't don't let me don't let me fall.
0: Yeah, girl. For with us, we're gonna be there. Like, <laughs> someone will be dragging you like, by the ear. i tell you now, <laughs> <Literally>, <laughs> right? Yeah, what is but wrong with like, you, girl? Yeah, how are I you finding guys? Mm, guys, do you know? What? I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Mm. I'm gonna actually be honest with you guys. So. I feel like at the start of my anim journey, I was on a high. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I was on a high. I was going to the classes. So I'm like, wow, what's this feeling? Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like right now, like, Shaitan has me by the neck, low key. Like, he's so. actually right now. He's he's lotioning in my ear right now. Do you know what this <laughs> <Yes. laughs> And it sounded a little good. Because sometimes, like, I'm not gonna lie, guys. Sometimes, like, when you're already at doing something or you're at work or whatever it is that you're doing, or like, so, like, sometimes you're a bit further away than where Doxie's taken or, or where our Samus Lady class has taken place. And then you're just like, oh, like, you got mm. this to do. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Like, alhamdulillah, guys, I feel like definitely with the um, journey, it's up and down. It's not always gonna be up and then you're on a high. Do you mm-hmm. know what okay. I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like sometimes, like, it generally it goes up and down. And I feel like, right now shaitan is taking advantage Mm -hmm. and he's making it he's making the down look down do you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and alhamdulillah like as you guys said i have i have friends like you guys that generally hold me accountable and they're just like girl why not come to class today do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but at the same time like for anyone who's listening, or, I don't know if you guys feel the same as well, but I feel like it generally is like it's an up and down thing. Like right? you just have, you just literally have to keep going because mm. sometimes like that one time when you don't come, <sighs> to da, 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 it's gonna become a habit, and then you're just gonna be like, oh, but I didn't go last time. I might as well just not know now. I, oh, I don't know what they did last lesson. Blah blah blah. Whatever it is, like it just mm. it kind of becomes more excusable and the excuse to you, like it, at the start it becomes legit, and then you're just like, what's the point now? Da, 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 do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a slippery slope type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my own journey is alright, but it's at the same time like we said, it is hard sometimes because. Do you know what I mean? Shaytan is doing overtime right now and he's yeah. telling you don't do it, da, 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 mm-hmm. da. So sometimes it's hard because you literally have to you have to refocus yourself and reset yourself and be like, Okay, what what's the, what what am I actually doing this for? Like Amina um, like um, and I said, we can't just keep ignoring the fact that seeking knowledge is wedged upon us. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, guys, that's what I would say. Yeah. It guys up and down. Do you know what, guys? I actually had um, this girl on Instagram ask me. She didn't ask me. She was like, one topic that she would like people to discuss is implementing, like, deen into your life every single day. So now that you guys are, like, going to the masjid often, going duksi often, you know, in, like, these circles where you're always remembering Allah, Allahum barak, inshallah, you guys always stay like that. I mean. How would you guys say, like, you implement, like, deen more into your lives now? Or what would you say advise other people that?
3: Um, I think, wallahi two very important things for me that i just i, I know i can feel it on the days that i don't do it mm. um i think you guys feel the same way is when quran you don't read your quran like when you're not up to date with it like even a page every day if you can like mm. or even like a surah every day if you can depending on what surah you're starting on if you can do it just do it because while i like it it isn't like after fajr because i feel like we all have free time after fajr like that last 20 minutes where you're just a bit awake mm. just read quran after for a little bit just read a page and then go back to sleep and you even feel yourself like your whole day is just feeling a bit better. And I feel like every time you pray, um any salahs, maybe ten minutes after that, if you have time, obviously duh no a bit techy because we're always outside around mm-hmm. those times. But Maghrib Isha where you're always at when you know you're gonna be at home sometimes, mm-hmm. make sure that you're reading like an extra page or just taking your time. And then I feel like um reading your card is so important. And I think the only way that I implement it right now in my life, guys, I'm not going to lie, I'm a TFL warrior, okay? <laughs> I'm taking the bus everywhere. So when you're just on your bus and you're going on journeys, because when we're going to work, when you're walking about, anything, just read your card. And I think even that sustains the fact that you you know your deen even if it's not doing a lot but it sustains you and it increases your iman slightly mm-hmm. if anything so just keep up with that and i think also guys you have to remember like be easy on yourselves as well like take it take your time if you just died today you can't go from zero to hundred if you can do it alhamdulillah that's great for you but sometimes it's it's a bit difficult so just take your time with it like pray if you know that praying your five words is difficult fix on perfecting that first and then start taking up other things slowly slowly that's mm-hmm. my advice anyways samira
1: i agree I think fluctuating iman mm-hmm. goes hand in hand with implementing your deen. If your iman is low, lower, you're going to struggle implementing the deen into your daily life. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And iman goes up and down depending on whether you do sins or whether you do good deeds. So if, you, if you've sinned, always there's a hadith that I absolutely, absolutely, absolutely love. Um, and I'm paraphrasing here, but it said something along the lines of, have um, taqwa wherever you are and follow up a bad deed with a good deed, um, it will wipe it. And uh, something along those lines of treating people good So following up a good deed Right after you've done a bad deed Will wipe it And making istighfar That way you'll be on top of your fluctuating iman And your iman will be steady And when your iman is steady then And you're feeling that connection with Allah It's going to be easier to pl- implement in the deen And it's going, to be, it's going to be step by step Like Baden said um, focus on perfecting your salah. Once again, salah, um, salah prevents um, fawahisha if you're doing it properly and mm-hmm. it brings you and it brings success. So um, staying on top of, you know, always doing istighfar after you've sinned. We're going to sin, we're, 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 we're children of Adam, you know, every every child of Adam is khatta, every child of Adam will make mistakes. So make sure you're always doing istighfar and you're following up with a good deed and no matter how many times you've sinned or what you've done, um, just know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala likes likes those that um seek forgiveness and continuously fee- seek forgiveness. There's a difference between um someone that does tawbah and someone that is taweb. You know, you make tawbah once and someone that constantly makes constantly makes tawbah and seeking seeking um forgiveness, yeah. Forgiveness. <laughs> That's it. English is not my first language, <laughs> so, so advice to myself: so stay on top of uh, your fluctuating iman by um, obviously doing teske and purifying your 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 soul and doing good deeds and whatnot. And if you've sinned, then it's go back to Allah and seek forgiveness, and then it's going to be easier to you know perfect your salah and. Take things slowly. So once your salah's you're on top of your salah, start implementing your um sunnah salahs, even if it's just starting with uh prayer and um salatul and salatul witr at the end of your isha and then slowly slowly you can start doing tahajjud and slowly, slowly you can start um implementing the twelve rakahs in a day I and mean, then you can have houses being built for you every day with every twelve rakah that you Ooh, do. Isn't that amazing? amazing? So um yeah, definitely istighfar first and then perfect your salah and you know, in that in that in that in that route. That's the route that I like to follow when I can. And just recognising that this is a journey. Do
3: you know yes. what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. A journey is going to be up and down, a journey is going to be a bit difficult. Mm-hmm. And implementing your dean it's it's a conscious thing. You're not just going to wake up one day and just do everything perfectly. You have to make time for it. The same t- the same way that you're commuting and you're waking up extra early for whether it's work, uni, whatever it is that you're doing, the way, same way that you are accounting for that you know, train journey or you're or your driving or you, you make sure that your petrol is filled before you go to your destination and whatnot. Account for what you want to do and where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, it's on you, like Amina said, and this is an advice for myself, do you know am I? Mm. <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: I love the analogy What would you say for the people that want
2: to like need advice on like implementing deen in your life? Um, I think it's important to be mindful and like deliberate with everything that you do in your life. So it can be a routine of oh, pray and then read the Quran, but then are we actually like really understanding what it means to pray and what it mm-hmm. means to read the Quran? Because if you when you're praying and you have like full understanding that you're standing right in front of Allah and everything that you're doing you're just aware of what you're doing I think that makes you more conscious of what you're doing because mm. you prayed Duhur and then you're aware that you've just prayed to Allah and then Allah's forgiving you and then between Duhur and Asr you'll be more mindful of what you do so mm. you're saying oh at asr time I need to go stand in front of Allah again so I need to I can't be sinning all between Duhur and Asr and then just stand mm-hmm. in front of Allah mm. it's all about being co- sorry no I'm really, <laughs> I'm
1: really taking it in <laughs> you're dropping gems Amina, I think
2: it's it's all about being conscious because there was um there was hadith. I'm just paraphrasing, but set, the Prophet said, "If there was a river in front of, Sarasen, if there was a river in front of your house every day, and every five five times a day you wash yourself with it, would you be clean or would you be dirty?" And that's like an analogy for if you're praying five times a day, would you be um, would you be sinning all the time or would you be conscious of what you're doing? So I think the most important thing is just to be conscious and the world that Allah created for us. If we actually like ponder, like like Samira, she loves to go and walks and look at trees <laughs> and stuff. If you just take a minute out of your day just to look at the trees and then the world that Allah created for us I think you'll be more mindful and you would want to like um do more adhkar and do all these things and yeah
0: <laughs> give us your bird analogy <laughs>
1: yeah. I think oh, <laughs> oh that Please. bird analogy guys if you weren't listening before listen <laughs> meow yeah
0: like turn your speakers
2: up <laughs> um this is something that I really 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 like thinking about is um this bird analogy that was given by um ibn al-qayyim and he said that the heart on its journey towards allah the exalted is like that of a bird love is the head and fear and hope are its two wings and it's basically just saying in your life you should um live your day-to-day life being conscious of allah and having three feelings towards allah so that's love fear and hope and everything that you do so you love allah for all the things that he's given us all like the beautiful world that we live in, the parents that he's given us, the all these blessings that he's given us. So we love Allah for that and we want to if you love somebody you wouldn't wanna displease them, you wouldn't wanna do anything that will make them hate you or anything. So you'll do all these good things that will make Allah love you and you love Allah even more. And also having hope that if you do something bad it's not it's like it's not the end of the world, it's not over for you. But if you do something bad and you keep repenting to Allah because Allah loves his servants that repent to him, mm-hmm. that always come back to him. So if you but also, there's a bad thing if you're too hopeful. like You think you can do all these bad things and then Allah will forgive you. That's mm-hmm. not how it works. Is You have to take like your own responsibility. You can't say to someone, oh, I'm going to punch you, but it's fine because you're going to forgive me anyways. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works. And if you compare that to Allah's level, it's just a different level. You can't just keep sinning and say, oh, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Allah will forgive me. It's okay. Sure. But being more conscious that Allah is forgiving, but you also have to have that fear element where Allah will punish us if we um, do all these bad things and if we just live our life even content with all the little little things that we do all these small bad things because uh, at the end of the day they do grow and if you think something is small now when you find yourself in years later doing oh you just started off something small now it's just something i can't stop doing so i think having love fear and hope in a lot all your aspect of your life every day would just would just bring you close to a lot and there's birds everywhere so every time you guys see a bird you just remember <laughs> if that bird had one wing it wouldn't be flying or if that bird had no head it wouldn't like be up in the sky period Oh,
0: guys, I love it. oh it's
2: So beautiful! It's not right. even gems; it's I rubies love. at this
3: point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think what I would say, guys, is um like implementing uh Dean in your life. I would say this might sound a little ruthless, okay? <laughs> but I feel like you know, as humans, yeah, guys, we make so many excuses for ourselves sometimes. So I feel like implementing your Dean, like for example. I know that there's some people that are that are like maybe starting their journey or whatever it is. First of all guys, you know I realise Islam Islam doesn't jump to like zero to a hundred. Mm-hmm. Like it starts off the five pillars, start with the five pillars, start with your salah. Do you know what I mean? Sorry. Start with the small, then start building it up, start building mm-hmm. it up, start building it up. Everything comes in baby steps. So like for the sisters for example that are like, oh my gosh, like you know, I want to start becoming more modest and da 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 but it's like, you want, you're want you thinking about the modesty part, but like, maybe the, the salah part is not down just yet. Once you start, once you perfect your salah, and you start implementing your five daily prayers and etc., you're going to start thinking, okay, like, at, at duhra time, I w- I'm at work though, like, how am I going to pray duhra? I can't be waiting all the way till I, till I get home in smahrub time, but I haven't prayed duhra yet, so you're going to start thinking, okay, maybe I'm wearing jeans to work, or whatever it is, and you're mm-hmm. like, okay, let me actually wear a skirt now, and then the skirt will become a abaya, the abaya will become whatever it is so that you want know what I mean? So it's like when you actually dip deeper, it's like Elahi didn't give us all the commands and everything all he gave us like baby steps. So mm-hmm. some A i would say give yourself grace, start with what you can, whatever whatever position you are, like start with what you can. If you feel like you need to pattern up with the salah, start with the salah. Everything else will follow. Do you know what I mean? Like everything else will follow the hijab, the the mindfulness, the consciousness of always having, always thinking about Allah, always remembering Him, being in places, the the company that you keep around, like everything else, will slowly, slowly become more and more clearer for you. But just start with the Salah. Do you know what I mean? And secondly, I would say yeah, we have to, you have to actually like start. You have to start um, holding yourself accountable more. Like I feel like sometimes we're just like, oh, I didn't do this, but it's okay. I'm gonna do da 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 da. Like as much as give yourself grace and be kind to yourself, at the same time, like as Emina said, like you have to be conscious. You have to be, you have to be fearful as well. So the fear is not just gonna come out of nowhere. Like you have to start holding yourself accountable and start being like, okay, why am I not doing this or da 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 da? And this is a reminder to myself as well, guys. First, first and foremost. <laughs> but yeah, you have to you have to be like a bit more accountable of yourself. And you know the thing is, guys, like. Shaitan knows the game inside out. Like, he created the, the
1: game. He, he created
0: the game. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's the he's he created the game. He is the game player, he is the game <laughs> finisher, the <shariq. laughs> all the <laughs> everything and in between. Do right. you get what I mean? Sorry. So it's like it we're literally, versus, we're literally it's us versus Shaitan every single day. And sometimes guys, I'm not gonna lie, it's, a, it's tiring. I know it's tiring, but you have to think of it like one thing about shaitan, like he'll always, he'll give you excuses like, oh don't do this, like, da, 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 da da. So you have to realise that he's he's doing like what's was in your ear you need to to just tell him, like shut up. Like <laughs> right. just actually shut up. For a moment right. and you guys realize like every time you're doing that good deed, he's thinking ah he's burning inside. So sometimes just maybe use it as an advantage, but yeah guys. I would say give yourself grace, but at the same time, start to hold yourself a bit accountable sure. and start off easy. Like, start off baby steps, guys. Sure. But Allah like our teacher, our dad that always reminds us, like, Allah put things step by step. So even if you're advising someone and you want them to do better, or da-da-da-da, and you're telling them, like, oh, why are you doing this? Don't stop. Don't push everything a- onto them at one time.
3: Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Tell mm-hmm. them, to start off with
0: this. Wahq step is the step-by-step wire. Mm-hmm. Everything is going to come slowly and slowly for you. But you can't just, you can't jump. Sometimes, guys, when you jump too far, the mm-hmm. fallback is gonna be harder. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, like, take the little baby steps. Start, start things slower. Mm-hmm. Because if you have that major setback, Allah is gonna be ten times harder to come back.
3: So And I think um, awesome. one thing that was really important for me was the first pillar that you ever set down on the five was shahada, which mm-hmm. is tawheed. And I think tawheed is so important. You have to check your intentions. Like, what ma has to kind of like. I'm gonna say it, like, why am I actually praying to Allah? Mm-hmm. Like, what am I doing? What am I gaining out of it? What am I doing? Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like you always have to think like, and I think it's so easy as well. Like doing this is a reminder to myself as almost like, you sometimes present yourself in a way that you want to be seen. So mm-hmm. and at home only Ilahi knows what you do. Do you get what mm-hmm. I mean? And I feel like that's when your 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 worship is most important. That's when it comes in in plentiful forms. That's when you know you have to do more because you're in private this is just you and Allah. there's no one else to like show that you're doing this do you get what i mean mm-hmm. so always check your intentions like why am i doing this what am i doing it for who who who's gaining out of it do you know what i mean always ask mm-hmm. yourself always ask yourself sorry those three questions first and foremost like mm-hmm. why am i doing it i think once you settle on the reason intention everybody sometimes you feel like oh all my friends are jumping on let me jump on it's a very short Short. How how do I say it, guys? It's short-lived. It's, short-lived. it's really yeah. It's really short-lived, short fuse. Everything. Mm. It's really short. But when you know you're doing it for Ilahi and the sake of Ilahi and like mm. you're making dua and everything to open it, it's just sometimes longer staining And also, there's things that obviously add up to and help you with your iman. But the reason why you're doing it is the first and foremost thing that you need to question yourself on. So yeah, that's the most important for me. Do you
0: know what guys? I kind of jumped
3: to us jumping to the advising part and i didn't ask you guys uh, why did you guys start your journey at the time that you did who wants to go first that's such a deep question um i'll actually go first i don't mind um freaking deep guys Mm -hmm. right i'm not gonna lie mental health was down the drain the last two years i can't even express it to you guys like and i don't think anyone ever even knew Mm -hmm. but mental health was just so bad guys everything was just bad and um i'm the oldest of four girls and a little bit difficult at home and stuff and i didn't you know when you just don't have hope like there's just nothing that you you just like i wasn't constantly of course i knew ilahi existed but i wasn't asking and i wasn't praying and i wasn't do you know what i mean i just wasn't being the way that i was supposed to be mm-hmm. and i forgot that ilahi literally can change your life in a matter of seconds in a matter of du'a like it, it literally doesn't matter but um yeah there's just one day i just found myself like guys like I didn't hear the Quran It's so long And then one time I just listened to it And I just Wallahi guys like I remember I just broke down Like I couldn't even I couldn't even function Like I was just like Wow like My whole life You know when you just feel like Just an awakening Like your soul Wallahi just mm-hmm. awakened And I was like Subhanallah like, And then I started listening To lectures about like the Same I think with Rasha, Like I just started feeling Really anxious about death as well mm. And just really scared Just like I just was just so afraid About everything I was like If I die right now Where am I going And I knew the answer do you know what mm. I mean? You know when you know the answer in your heart. Like of course ilahi only knows Allah Alam only. But like when you can feel it in your heart, like if I was to die right at this moment, where am I going? Mm. Do you get what I mean? Mm. And I think um so I just made dua and the first thing I didn't even I remember I didn't even pray um the salat after I started making dua the first thing I did was just I literally said to Allah, like ya Allah like open my heart, just please open my heart. That's it, like please, just if for like sign, just open it for me, do you get what I mean? Mm. And then um the next morning I woke up and then I woke up for... I didn't even pray to just, guys. I was praying um Istikhara. I was thinking about something. I was like, let me actually make a big choice. I just jumped in. Mm-hmm. But I prayed Istaqara and I've never felt such a loss of weight. Like, guys, I still have issues that I go through every day, but none of those are the way that it used to weigh on me so much. And it's just mm-hmm. like, Allah is the only sole person I can talk to that will get everything and understand it. And he's the only one that can come with me. So when I left that prayer, and I just went, well, I have just a different sort of awakening. And then I feel like, that Sunday I came to Dukesina I was like yeah I'm on job let me read my Quran let me do this let me do that and I was just like alhamdulillah you guys helped me a lot but the main reason I started was because yeah I just was in a really dark place alhamdulillah and the light I feel like me and Benan like we literally spoke about this like in the
0: masjid that I'm Time when you, the losers, didn't want to <laughs> <laughs> come. <laughs> but we were talking about it, so like me and Ben. are literally, guys, were actually the same person. It's kind of scary. Literally the same person. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Girl. 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 I
1: but, um, <laughs> what's
0: it called? We were just talking about, it and I feel like me and something like we have kind of have, like we have very a lot of similarities. Generally, mm-hmm. like, yeah. like, we had the same story in the sense that, like, we were kind of going through something. We just kind of felt very lost in life. So. And then, Alhamdulillah, like Allah guided us by. It. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like oh my gosh i I didn't think i was gonna get emotional today but i feel like um thinking about death and stuff like that is i feel like it's the most important thing and i don't know if you guys feel the same but i feel like as women like we just don't think about it as much like we don't think about depressing
3: things girl i I stopped watching
1: the news 2018
3: (laughs) Stop yeah. not doing it, right? Because it's just every day I
0: don't don't want to hear people dying and this and that and disasters. Because like we're,
3: it's actually, just so like we're just
0: actually just a girl. Just a girl. Just a Just a girl. I'm just a girl <laughs> like what I'm a mean? baby girl at that. Like, <laughs>
3: I'm I mean, just a baby. How about right.
0: that? <laughs> I'm just a baby. So it's just like to be so so honest with you guys. Like even the I feel like at that time of my life, like I, I saw death, but it was always like with extended family or something. And like when you hear about, it's it like oh I'm not a store. you make that out for that person, and it was just like. Stuff but like you kind of just move on with life sometimes you know what i mean yes. and then when it comes like it comes a bit closer to you in, in terms of family or whatever or the reminder comes to you you just think like puts everything into perspective for you guys mm-hmm. and i feel like again like as i said like as when we just don't think about it as much and then for me it was just like i, I, was, I was just so stunned by the fact that i generally didn't think about it because it's actually the only thing that we're promised in life guys and i was just like that one thing that i'm promised of, like it doesn't cross my mind at all yeah. do you know what i mean but i don't know what it was guys it was like I mean, we all have a biological clock. For some reason, it's like I had a death clock and it just <laughs> like was awakened in, in me. And guys, I'm not even joking. Like a month before I turned twenty-one, that's all I thought about. Like
1: for some weird. I think reason. I read an article somewhere that said when teens to like mm-hmm. early twenties, mm-hmm. I think there's like this ph- phenomenon where, where you think heavily about death and dying. Really? Yeah. yeah I think I read it somewhere a few years ago, um, and it's just everyone in their late twenty in their late teens to early 20s experience like oh my god i'm gonna die i'm gonna die i'm gonna mm-hmm. die i'm gonna die i had this whole thing where i thought i was gonna die with a car cra- uh, by a car crash really yeah and okay. I, I thought yeah i'm never gonna make it to 20 or 21 got 22 i said oh mm-hmm. we're nearly here <laughs> <laughs> now 25 i'm thinking you know what to stay <laughs> oh
0: my god but guys you know what yeah as much as we talk about like death and stuff like that um, my good good sister Taiba she made me realize like one thing she does is like she talks she thinks about Jenna a lot
3: and Yeah, but it yeah. to yeah. touched me as
0: well because I'm just like Subhanallah like I always every time I just thought of Jenna I'm just like inshallah I get that like I'm just hoping for it type of yeah. thing and it's like oh I want to get there like yeah I want to have my family there my friends there but like I never pictured what my gender would look like what i want from gender, or what i strive to have in jenna etc yeah. like do you know what i mean we're doing all this um these good deeds and, and inshallah we, we all get to go to gender. but it's like i found it so weird and i was just like i never actually thought about like that ever like i just it was just always like a oh, if i get there then you know what i mean mm, but it's like yeah. you actually have to picture what it is that you're striving so for because like i feel like we're all such visual human beings so yeah. it's like if you guys actually think about like what your gender is for you what you guys see there who you want to see there what you Want to do when you get there, or I don't know what conversation you want to have the Prophet sallam, if you see him. Salaam do you know Salaam what I mean? Allah. Like, to think about all of that stuff, guys, because I feel like it's, it's a different type of motivation that we've never tapped into.
1: You know what she said that really touched me? Mm. She said, You're gaining Allah's pleasure, mm-hmm. He's never going to be displeased with you again. SubhanAllah. There's no more sinning, there's no more seeking. Uh, like, of course, it's a gift to seek um forgiveness, forgiveness, but knowing that Allah is never annoyed with you again, that's it. You've gained His ultimate pleasure. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's wow. the best thing that you could ever get.
1: Wow! Right? With a cheeky maybe weekly meeting and seeing Allah. <gasps>
0: inshallah, we will get there, guys. Inshallah, Inshallah.
1: And those intimate inshallah. conversations, the last wa ta'ala says, "Remember that time you did this and this and this and this, and I and I concealed it for you, and you never got to seek forgiveness. You never made that forgiveness. I still forgave you, and I gave you Jannah. Allah is so nice. Right? He's so cute. He's so cute."
0: <laughs> <laughs> or Samira, who wants to
1: Do you want to go? Go on, Amina. Okay.
2: Um, I feel like I was just too content with the bare minimum in my life because everything I used to do, I just thought, why do I need to do like, why do I need to get an A star? If I just get a B, it's fine. I'll still go to <laughs> eight, <laughs> eight <laughs> levels. <laughs> so fine. Yes, I love <laughs> like it. Like, if I would get that B, I would still go to university. Like, why do I need to work on to get that A star? <laughs> and I, that wasn't just in education. I think that was in all aspects of my life. Like, let me just do the bare minimum and just keep scraping on. But then I realised that that's actually not enough. Like, who said the bare minimum would get me into Jannah? Because there was just a moment where I was standing in front of my classroom and then I was just teaching them and I thought to myself... How are they looking up to me when I don't really know that much anyway? So I felt like a fraud standing in front of that classroom, teaching them all these things, and they would ask me all these questions, and I'm just like, I'll get back to you, I'll get back to you. But then I, ha- I would have to like, take the initiative and do everything myself because the bare minimum is not going to get me into Jannah. I have to actually strive and try hard, and this is my whole life. So I can't teach these little kids telling them, you have to do this, you have to do that, when I'm not even doing it myself. So I thought... I'm a fraud. I can't do this anymore. Right. So I had to, like, actually get the knowledge myself when they would ask me questions. I would tell them. And then when I'm teaching them, I feel like I, I feel a bit content. Like, because obviously, there's a manner when you're teaching little kids and when you're teaching anybody about the religion. And I thought, on the day of judgment, I was going to question me. Why did you say this and this and that? But you didn't actually do that yourself. So I thought that was like, damn, I have to actually take accountability for everything I do. And, and stop being a bare minimum, babe. I can't do that anymore. I need to... Right. I need to have high energy, high everything, especially in my religion. So I think that's something that really kickstarted
1: my journey.
0: Yeah. Um
1: I got tested with something. Something just you know, like cheeky. Mm. And it brought me close to Allah because I felt like ulti- I felt so hopeless, I felt like ultimately no one could get me out of the situation. Mm. And, you know, all those nights I was crying to Allah and making dua and whatnot and he finally got me out of that situation. But amidst that I just felt like it put everything in perspective. It just made everything seem so minuscule. This life that we're chasing, this uni, this, this, blah, 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 yada. It just made everything seem so frivolous in the grand scheme of things, mm. um, especially my cheeky little test. And then I just thought, you know, because I was making dua constantly and I was getting closer to Allah because ultimately I needed something from Allah. So, you know, I was improving in all aspects of my life because I felt like I need Allah, I need you, I need you, I need you. Please get me out of the situation, get me out of the situation. And I was desperate, I was really, really desperate. Mm. And I felt so hopeless and I felt like I had no one other than Allah. And Allah got me out of that situation, alhamdulillah. And so whilst I was going through that, that difficult time, that cheeky little, you know, little pinch, I thought I need to change my life. I absolutely need to change my life because clearly I only have Allah. This world is, we're here as as a as a, a traveller. And, you know, ultimately we're not here to stay and there isn't any point in getting so invested in life and whatnot. So during my test I, I felt like I had this awakening mm-hmm. and then when the test went away, mm-hmm. I got complacent. Do you know what I mean? This is why we're called insan, we forget stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, I thought I, I started my journey then and although I got complacent and whatnot, it's something that I often look back at I think uh, Allah got me out of that situation. How can I not be grateful? How mm-hmm. can I how can I not realise that, wow, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did that for me and how desperate I was and how much I was crying to him and how much dua I was making. And it was a situation that I just thought, I can't get out of, like, that's it. Like, my life is over type of situation being mm-hmm. dramatic. I'm I'm a dramatic babe. <laughs> he wasn't <laughs> even that deep. Oh, no. But in my head, it was really, really big. Mm-hmm. And he got me at that situation and he blessed me and he blessed me in folds in, in all aspects of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, alhamdulillah, I just felt like, you know what, it put things in perspective. And this is why the ulema say, A a something like a a test or a trial that brings you closer to allah is better for you than a blessing that takes you away from allah Mm -hmm. so um Mm -hmm. and ultimately you either go back to allah by you know by you realizing that like i'm gonna realize she wants she wants to do better Mm -hmm. or you get a cheeky little test Mm -hmm. like us Mm -hmm. so um my advice to you is before you get tested Back. Turn back. Do you know what I mean? Because ultimately, you need to, as a as a Muslimer uh, or as a Muslim, you're gonna have to go back to your Creator. And mm-hmm. my favorite analogy is um, related and unrelated. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say a mother or a father takes like a choke hazard from away from a baby, and the baby starts crying. Or like let's say mum or dad or whoever is looking after the baby refuses that baby something. The baby starts getting hysterical, wailing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Big, wide, open mouth crying. Mm-hmm. Where do they run to? They don't. They don't ever run away from their mum and dad. Mm-hmm. They always—they're cr- crying and they're running towards their parents mm-hmm. and finding comfort and solace within their parents, knowing that that's all they have. Mm-hmm. As a Muslim, all we have is Allah. Mm-hmm. So no matter how—if no, you get tested or no matter how difficult life is or if you've sinned, who you—who you running away from? Mm-hmm. Who? Where can you go to? Who are you running to? Mm-hmm. Ultimately, is Allah. Allah is our return. So turn back to Allah before. You get a cheeky little test, you know what I mean? And even that test is, is a gift because ultimately Allah wants you back. So How beautiful is that? Allah chose Islam for you, gave you the key to Jannah because ultimately we know that hadith that we've all studied in Aqeedah in, in where um, the Prophet asked the companion as they're riding a the camel, Do you know the rights Allah has upon us? And, and do you know the rights that Allah has? And do you know the rights that we have upon Allah? And I never knew we had rights upon Allah gobsmacked jaw on the floor when i Mm -hmm. found that we had rights upon allah and that right is as long as we uphold la ilaha muhammad rasulullah the shahada um the hell is haram to us haram to us how cute how bloody cute honestly (laughs) Allah is cute, Allah is amazing, Allah is lovely. Is. Allah has got beautiful 99 names that he chose for himself and gave himself those attributes. Don't undermine his kindness. If he told you he is al Latif, if he told you he is al-wadood, if he told you he is al-Rahman and al-Rahim, mercy that is specific to the mu'mineen, that Rahim. Reserved for you as a Muslim, that he chose you haven't done, you haven't had any say or anything that you chose to be Islam uh, to be a Muslim unless you're a revert. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. the blessing of even having Islam is the biggest blessing. Mm-hmm. Who chose that for you? Allah chose that for you. How, how, like, how, who are we to undermine how kind he is and to say, you know, Allah's not going to forgive me, Allah's not going to take me out of this test, or Allah's not going to overturn Qadir, Allah's not going to do this for me. Allah told you he's kind. Who are you to limit that kindness? So, mm-hmm. And not to believe his names and attributes. It's part of Tawheed to believe in his asma' and, sifa and sifat. And his sifat is he, that he's kind and lovely and beautiful and amazing. You've got to believe that. and mm-hmm. run with that and make that dua. And turn yeah. back to Allah. I think
0: we said this all last time. Like Learning the names of Allah is so important. Mm. And like our, our astada always reminds us, like don't limit Allah's power.
1: Mm. So if you say
0: oh, I did so-and-so, like, oh, like, I can't go back to Allah. He's not going to give me dirra. You can't limit his power. Do you know what I mean? And also when it comes to dua, you can't say, oh, like, I'm making dua for this thing that I think is so impossible to me right now, but Allah's not going to answer my dua because, du'a, I'm not going to get it.
1: Keep all, that dua. Why is. are you making that dua? <laughs> Honestly, who are you asking? You need to realise who you're asking. Mm, and that is something sure. for me, that's something that frustrates me that I never used to... Uh, And this once again, this is why this is all a reminder to to ourselves. This is a reminder to to myself because sometimes Shaitan be whispering and working overtime. He he doesn't sleep! He does not sleep. He Take actually, the day off. Babe, he relax. don't. He's clocked in
0: 24s. Apart from Ramadan. Apart from Ramadan. But yeah, guys, just don't ever limit Allah's power. Don't think that he can't do something. Guys, we have a human brain. What we think is impossible, it's not impossible to Allah. Just get what I mean. He has everything is in his hands. Everything that you think is impossible, it's literally... It's like what what's the smallest thing guys? That's like an nothing, atom. That's nothing not to him. Do you get what I mean? Anything that you want the impossible is possible to Allah. He can answer your dua in nanoseconds. Even less than a nanosecond. I don't know what that is, but he can <laughs> he can answer it for you, do you, right. you get what I mean? So, so it's like don't ever limit him because first of all, when you guys make dua like have your like guys, you know what now alhamdulillah when I learned this yeah. It changed my perspective about everything. Like, you, when you make dua, you have to have your that Allah's going to answer it for you. So literally, the moment I'm done with that du'a, I'm like, can't wait to see it come true. Like, <laughs> right. you know, can't wait to see it. Mm-hmm. So just have belief that, A, Allah's going gr- to grant you a dua and he's going to mm. accept it for you. And B, don't ever limit him and say, oh, this is not going to happen. No, he can't do this. Da, 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 da. Guys, anything. literally can do anything. anything yeah,
1: you need anything. to recognize who you're asking. Yeah. You need to recognise that ultimately this entire world is within his hands. Mm-hmm. He created the world from nothing. Mm-hmm. If he created the sky and that doesn't even require a pillar, small little thing you want, who do you, who do you think are? Literally. It's We're nothing. Literally. It's nothing. Also, if Allah of surely Allah wants to answer your dua if he gave you that tawfiq to even make that dua to begin with. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And dua always gets answered. If you have yaqeen and you've, gone, if you've d- done it through the right channels, so for example, like... Um, you know, if you took, took the appropriate steps, you, mm-hmm. you've praised Allah, you've made, you've, you've praised the Prophet, sends to the Prophet, mm-hmm. then you've made istighfar because you never know, your sins might be blocking that dua. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You've made istighfar and then you made your dua and you ended up with sending salah to the Prophet. ﷺ. I was listening to a sheikh long ago that said, Allah gets shy. From his slave, once he raised his hands, that he returns those hands empty. Allah gets shy. Shaykh was also saying, if you send salawat to the Prophet, it immediately gets accepted, and you send and you end your du'a with sending salawat again to the Prophet, that immediately gets accepted. Do you think Allah subhanahu wa taala would accept those salawat at the beginning and at the end, and then get your du'a to just to fall between? Mm. He's going to accept that as well. So send those salawat and have that yaqeen Allah subhanahu wa taala will guide you to make that du'a, and the Shaitan will do in your ears and make you doubt Allah's dua and then your yaqeen is out the window you right. need to have full trust full belief who am I asking this dua this is nothing to Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la. he will give it to me because he loves me he, he gave me this um, tawfiq to make this dua mm-hmm. surely he wants me to have it and your dua will get answered and just remember there's four ways that your dua gets gets answered even if you don't get it straight away it doesn't mean that it hasn't been answered your dua is answered have that yaqeen it is answered mm-hmm. maybe something that was bad that was going to come your way that dua blocked that something bad that was going to come mm-hmm. or maybe it's reserved for you on the day of judgment when you need it more mm-hmm. and ultimately what else can can be can be replaced with that dua on the day of judgment when you need it the most jannah Listen. so that whatever you've been crying for right, right Ultimately, when you get to the day of judgment, you've forgotten about it, and the only thing you're desperate for is your entry to Jannah, and that dua that you made that one night or that day. Even standing at the bus stop, saying Ya yeah Allah, make, bring this bus. I can't wait any longer. My legs are hurting, and this bus stop doesn't have a bus. Where the seat? What, what? Which country are we living in? Are we in the farm? <laughs> right? You're making that that dua, or You're making that du'a, saying, you know, I don't, I don't want to run late, late to, the, to here or this or that. Blah 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 yeah Allah. Making the du'a. You're entering the shop, thinking Ya yeah Allah, please. I hope that they have this product that I need. Whatever it is that you're making du'a, big or small. Mm-hmm. Ya yeah Allah, take me to Umrah. Whatever it is, Ya yeah Allah, cure my mum, cure my dad. Ya yeah Allah, you know, remove this. Let's say cancel whatever it is that you're making to our grand scheme of things when you get to the day of judgment you're going to be happy it was reserved for you and you were given jannah instead so your da'a will always be answered either in the form that you want it or in a better form i think the most important thing is
2: as a muslim you have to know who you're worshiping because you can't just say oh i'm worshiping allah but you don't know who allah even is and that's the most important thing as um said you have to know about allah's 99 names because if you say oh i love allah but if i ask you oh what do you love about allah oh i don't know what is there to love you have to learn about the 99 shining, you have to right. believe in all of them because allah he didn't call himself these things for no reason because right. whenever allah calls himself the most forgiving it's not just oh he forgives you sometimes or he's not that forgiving he says he's the most forgiving the all forgiving so anything that you do, allah will forgive you in full like the fullness he'll forgive that and he'll even wipe it away and even turn that sin into a good deed <laughs> <laughs> but wow. <laughs> so you have to understand you can't like my neck is breaking from how much I'm nodding. <laughs> <laughs> like, like everyone's saying you can't um, despair even Allah says in the Quran don't despair from his mercy because mm. that's the most imp- that's the only thing that will get you into Jannah is because of Allah's mercy so I don't think anytime you do something bad you shouldn't say to yourself oh it's over for me. Allah's not going to forgive me. These people are making me feel bad. Allah's not going to... These people, they're just regular people like me and you. They don't have the right to forgive you or not or to say, oh, well, Allah's not going to forgive you because that's just Allah. And I, that, having that feeling in your heart that you feel guilty for the bad things that you've done. This this Imam, he said that um, if you feel bad when you commit a sin, just know that it's a sign that your heart is still alive because if you did all these bad sins and you don't feel anything in your heart, then that's when you should be really scared because how are you committing all these bad deeds and you're just like, oh, it's fine. I don't feel anything in my heart. That's when and you should actually think. You need to stop what you're doing and actually think to yourself: Why do I feel dead inside? Like, why do I so, feel like I did something bad? And I just be like, Oh yeah, it's fine. You have to soften your heart. Ask Allah for all these duas to keep your heart soft and to keep light in your heart. And that's just mm. what I would add. Allah has given us
0: gems, guys. <laughs> so quotes quotes all of you guys not given us gems today. About um, it. Oh, my guests, my <laughs> presidents. <laughs> <laughs> Leading into our next topic, what would you guys say for people that like? They want to see ilm or they feel like, you know like what, they want to do better they want to, I guess, start their journey. Uh, that journey that leads them back to Allah or that journey that starts with their ilm. What would you guys say about like they feel like they're not maybe in the right environment or they don't have to right people around them? What
1: would you guys say? Like Taifa said, she grew up with Muslim Bilal. I grew up with Muslim Bilal. Um, Bona Mohammed, Massacre, Faisal salah that era, right? Mm-hmm. And they were my era. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listening to work, spoken word, um, poetry, do you know, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And one thing that Bona Mohammed said years ago, and I'm going to try and dig it out of my memory, mm-hmm. is that he said, We don't take seeking friendship. Or finding the right friends nearly as serious as we should do, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Islam emphasizes the importance of having good friends, and he said, Gosh, we'd be searching up and down for the right spouse in the sense that let's say you are getting to know this person or your parents have arranged to mm. you know get, get this get get married to this particular person. you are doing c r p check on them who's their friends who's their company where do they go do they have do they do any drugs do they pray on time do they what are their what are their aspirations blah 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 because you know this is a person that you're going to be sharing your life with what about your friends the people that you keep in your company the people that you go back go to for advice the people that you have um that you go out with for fun and enjoyment that that consume all aspects of your life these are people that you have chosen like your family are people that Allah wa ta'ala has chosen for you and they and he's given you know he's he's responsibilities there and t- holding keeping t- um, kinship and all that stuff yeah. you know that your family could either be your blessing or your test mm-hmm. but your friends are people that you have chosen mm-hmm. are your friends people that you just went to school with are your friends people that you've just met conveniently at work have you done any mm-hmm. vetting Or is it people out of convenience that's fine if they're good friends mm-hmm. but if they're people out of convenience that are not doing any justice for you or that are not doing any good for you, and they're not people that you can influence, or you've asked them several times, "Can we do this, or can we not do this?" Or they make you feel some type of way if you're praying around them, or whatever it is. If they're not, if it's not the right environment for you, and it's people that you've just met at convenience, I'm so sorry. Well, who's who are you going in the grave with? So who are you gosh. ultimately gen- going general with? with? Who's going to be held accountable, and who's going to be answering those three questions by the Malaika? You're going to be by yourself. Think mm-hmm. about yourself. Stop holding on to friend, friend. For so yeah, years. for so many years. Okay, you've known. Okay, you've known your primary school teachers for how long? Does she mean anything to you? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially <laughs> if it's a friend that you cannot influence. You're doing everything in your power, and they're not willing to, you know, grow with you, change with you, and, and they're bringing you down as well. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. We we don't have a guaranteed amount of years in this life. So, so if you can die any moment, why jeopardize your dean? Why mm-hmm. compromise your dean? For the sake of what? Convenience? Mm. Do better. Well, so I'm the biggest advocate of seeking friends. Yeah. Make exactly. good friends. Yeah. Have you seen the people in my life? I have friends from every Tom doc in yeah, ha- I've got a 20-year-old friend. <laughs> 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 Let's start there. <laughs> Can you leave me alone? Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. And make dua. Make yeah. dua. Everything that you want in this life, remember you cannot get Willy nilly, you need it from Allah. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Allah gives and provides everything. Mm-hmm. And having the right friends is is a rizq, mm-hmm. is a form of you know um, translate yeah. rizq. Oh, it's a a form of Is a form of blessing, is a is a form of blessing, yeah. right? And Allah Taala can grant that to you, grant that for you. So make that dua, mm-hmm. and you know ultimately realize why you are here in this dunya and your priorities. And sometimes it's not bad being selfish. Wise well, words to Bona. Mm-hmm. Honestly, put yourself first, and if your friends are just friends that you've picked because it, it's a cereal, it's a, it's it's a cereal that you got from the supermarket that you've been having since you're a child. Baby, oh, switch I'm sorry, it Switch it up. Switch it up. It's not
0: everyday cocoa
1: pot. Right. Same. Sometimes
0: get no, a cheeky yogurt with, with granola. You Do you know, know
1: what, what I mean? mean? With a cheeky little honey on top. Oh. Oh, how she is speaking to I'm going home and I'm making myself <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> no, but
0: guys, you know what yeah? I agree with Sarah <laughs> so much, guys. it. she's dropping gems today. <laughs> but um, I think for me personally, I feel like I generally believe this. Like, my risk came in people. Alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. My, my risk came in people. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, my family, my friends. And subhanAllah, like, I feel like Allah put people in my life so, um, what's the word? Intentionally. I don't know if intentional is the word, but like, so so strategically do you know Mm. what i mean like uh, they came at the right time like where i needed them where i met Mm -hmm. them where like they benefited me where i benefited them and like it came everything came so like beautifully together do you know what i mean but i feel like and i don't mean this in a rude way alhamdulillah anyone that i'm no longer like in contact with i don't speak with alhamdulillah i have no animosity with anyone Mm -hmm. but i feel like that friendship shaped me and helped me to find the people that i have today Mm -hmm. so alhamdulillah for it and i wish everyone the best even like i feel like guys you can actually cut ties with people and there's no animosity like it's fine they're living their life you're living your life there's no there's no bad blood there's no nothing no. you just you know you actually just especially when you're going into adulthood and i feel like you're in your early 20s like you're you're growing so much as a person and sometimes things can be so fast because like guys we're literally we're in a, such a fast paced world and like you, you as a person like everyone's going through different things so everyone grows sometimes we don't grow together do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like sometimes you can recognize that, and you realize m- maybe this person like we're not really supposed to be friends together anymore. Da da da, da, da. But then uh, sometimes like you and that person might grow apart. But then you might you guys might come back together because you've you've come back to the same paths. If that makes sense. Mm. But I just feel like alhamdulillah, like my r- definitely came in people came in people. I feel like the friendships I have now, like. Like you guys know, like we hold each other accountable. We're there for each other. Like as much as we, I see you guys at Duxie and the Studies. Like if you guys, you guys know that like, if you need me, I'll I'll be there for you. And I know mm-hmm. that if I need you guys, Alhamdulillah, you guys will be there for me as well. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah.
1: I really felt was, that uh, when cool. you said the mm-hmm. when you said um uh, your rizq came in people. Mm-hmm. All my life, Alhamdulillah, that's one aspect of my life that I've Allah subhanahu wa taala has always blessed me with. Mm-hmm. I've always had amazing friends since childhood. Alhamdulillah yeah. Don't talk to everyone. We've gone our separate ways, but even the friends I had back in the day when I was a, when, you know, primary school, secondary school, sixth form, uni, whatever it was, I've Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always, always blessed me with good friends and I genuinely feel like they were my ease with my hardship. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the matter Definitely with what I was being tested with, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala people to me as a form of rizq to get me through those tests. Oh. And even though I don't I don't I don't talk to people Certain people in my life, in my my life anymore, I definitely value the friendship, their friendship at that point in my life. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so alhamdulillah, 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 and now I've got maybe two friends, three friends. That's oh, it. Like,
0: um, like I've had certain girls that I've spoken to like on um over DMs and stuff, and they say like, oh, sometimes like they don't have the right friendship group and stuff like that. I feel like. With girls, yeah, you know how girls are guys sometimes. Like, sometimes we can be petty people. Do you know what I mean? So, sometimes I feel like people, they're like, oh, like, they don't want to be petty or they, sorry, they feel like the friendship has to end, like, in a petty way sometimes. As mirror said, your time on this earth is literally so so precious. So, if you feel like someone's not benefiting you or someone's not, like, your, your, your energies are just not vibing anymore or whatever sorry. it is, you're, you're literally you you're can literally say, you know what, I just don't feel like I need to share my time with this person as much anymore. Yes. Or, you know what, you can, you can be like, you know what, I still care for this person, but it's, it's at an arm's length right now. Mm. Do you know because I mean? Because some, you're like, mm. you have to be selfish sometimes, you have to protect your own energy.
1: Right. But, and seek arms. friends. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just gonna add this, all my friends, I'm extroverted, and all my friends, except one or two, are introverted. I <laughs> begged friends with Amina. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you now, for free. <laughs> I did everything in my power to be friends with Amina, and she's one of, one of the biggest gems in my life. Mm. Genuinely, yeah. so so seek friends, vet friends, and reach out to people. I think, wallahi, yeah, I've that uh, I've experienced negative friendships and
3: I've seen the effects that they have mm-hmm. on, on not just my deen, but even the way I behave as a person, my morals as a person, which I know sounds so bad, but wallahi, your friends influence you a lot and you can't say that they don't because you're around mm-hmm. them. You choose to be around them. Sometimes when you're not with your family or with your friends or you're mm-hmm. at work, those are literally your only two safe spaces that you go to your friends. So whoever you make your safe space is i feel like you guys need to have the same common-minded goals to have your same kind of similar goals like i want to do acts of ibadah and i want to start my journey towards allah right how can i now be friends with someone who doesn't want the same as me and Mm -hmm. i'm not saying that that's that's a negative thing Mm -hmm. it's just maybe it's at a different place in their life and Mm -hmm. they could pull me back it's not even like of a oh i don't want to be friends with you anymore let's just let's just keep it cool like hey girl when i see you but you don't have to be chilling together and spending all my time with you. Yeah. And I think um, the first dua I made one of the first I'm telling you now, what I guys and I think this is my answered form. You guys are literally my answer. guys. I can't lie to you guys because <laughs> you I literally you Wallahi, guys? I swear to God, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so <we're> like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay.
3: <laughs> Allah, like Alhamdulillah, I've had amazing friends, but I prayed y'all. I was like y'all, please give me righteous friends in my life who will influence me to do better in life. And oh, wallahi guys literally maybe a week after mm-hmm. I was I met Asha like and I was already friends with these rats, but like <laughs> I met Asha and I was just like wow like a lot of and we we became a squad guys I'm not gonna lie to you we were tight. Yeah but um I think Muslim girls are just so friendly. Yeah we are
2: I, I'm gonna speak for the introverted girlies. Mm. It's so hard. It's actually so hard <laughs> and all
1: the extroverted girlies I wanna be introverted. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Give us right. advice, please. <laughs> please <laughs> It's actually, it's actually really hard making friends because there's people that make friends easy and there's people like me that... Me, when I went to uni, I had one friend with me and she was the extrovert one and she made all the friends. I just latched on to her. Next <laughs> thing you know, they're my friends as well because by, associ- by association Aww. with her. So I feel like um it shouldn't be an excuse because that you're an introvert, that you shouldn't make friends. But also, don't be afraid to do things by yourself. You, couldn't, you can't just say, oh, I don't have any friends. Oh, no one's going to go with me. You have to do things by yourself. You have to be uncomfortable in whatever you do because you can't just be like i'm saying you can't just be complacent with all the bare minimum if you know that it's hard for you to make friends make du'as a lot to make it easy for you to make friends (sighs) and you don't know that one time you go to a lesson by yourself there's as you guys guys were saying the girlies are so nice Mm. they'll talk to you they'll make you feel comfortable and you would want to keep coming back so i feel like don't let yourself don't limit yourself Mm. the introverts you should not let yourself be um isolated because you feel uncomfortable in social settings you have to be uncomfortable you have to you can't just say oh i'm a bit shy i can't do it you should never shy away from gaining knowledge in your religion because that's your whole life is to do with your religion you Mm -hmm. can't just say oh i'm shy i can't i can't do this i can't do that because if you keep saying i can't you're just limiting yourself Mm -hmm. and um you just have to ask allah for dua and also you never know if you go that one day if you make a whole group of friends or if you stay at home that day you could have been missing out on so much things and i think the most important thing is to understand that is Allah's plan is so, so much better than our own plan because mm-hmm. you you might be planning to just build this one tree for yourself, but Allah has a whole forest waiting for you. You just have to take that wow. step. I
1: thought you were going to say, God, I go need you know, you know, to the forest. How oh. <laughs> many trees there are in the forest? Long verdict. <laughs> okay, I, was I ready love to love you. go on a walk, literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: gonna- Guys, do you know what I find so hilarious? I mean, I've really had all these gems locked away, yeah, in a literally. You're such a teacher, You are. Allah- Allah- bah- Allah- bah- Allah- bah- bah- can I star? can I come into your class
3: please?
0: Please. <laughs> Like <Allahumma>, Thank <laughs> you. You gotta give yourself your flowers,
3: Anything else you want to say? don't
2: yeah, I think. You can't you can't just say to yourself, oh, I don't have any, I don't have a sister circle, I don't have any friends to go do these things with. You have to start yourself. You have to take that first step, and then Allah will make everything else easy it's for you. Yeah. You have to take that first step because it's all your responsibility. You can't just say, oh, I don't have anyone to go with. If you take that first step, then Allah will make everything else easy for you. Because if you do something and Allah knows it's hard for you doing it, then you'll get rewarded even more. Like how Allah said, if you read the Quran with ease, you'll get rewarded but if you keep reading it and it's hard for you, you get rewarded even more so you have to take that aspect and just doing everything in your life if you know right. things is hard keep striving do it for the sake of Allah and Allah will reward you 10 times more
3: <laughs> what do you guys want people to take away from this episode What well, I want everyone to take away from first and foremost this is a reminder to myself guys I want to say this first and foremost mm-hmm. but it's never ever too late in your life to start anywhere, whatever point you're at in your life, if you don't even know where you're going, you don't know how to start, you don't know where to start, it doesn't matter, just start. had just start. Because I think that's the most important thing and just always try to keep your steadfast and always try to check your intentions and what you're trying to do in your life and where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And it's not just this dunya, I'm talking about akhirah as well, what you want to rack up for yourself. Like, when you go to the grave, that's your home for a little bit as well. What sort of environment do you want your grave to be? What sort of environment do you want your jannah to be like? where do you want to go you need to check yourself and i feel like it's very easy to say yeah i want to do better and not do it because procrastination <laughs> it has me by it. the neck it has everyone by the neck but um just make dua guys also there's like this dua i'm gonna send it to Ash so she can post it on her story but mm-hmm. there's this dua against procrastination anxiety and laziness and i think mm-hmm. it's such an important dua guys and just make that dua me ask ilahi to make it easier for you because only ilahi can help you do you know what i mean mm-hmm. And always seek your friends. Like, your friends, you know, th- there's always what. You guys should have a friendship group where it inspires you all the time. Like, I don't think you should ever feel complacent in your friendship where you feel like you're the one doing majority of the work. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't think you should ever feel like that. You should always feel like, oh, no, nah, I need to learn from my friends because my friends are amazing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the sort of environment that you need to have. And also constantly keep up with your Quran. That's all I can say. This is, guys, again, a reminder to myself, okay? Because, mm-hmm. wallahi, like, just those are. My main things anyways.
1: Related but unrelated. Mm. Um, we've spoken about importance of Salah and mm-hmm. you know, Toba and all that good stuff. do your adhkar. I live and you know what I struggle with, I'm not gonna lie to you, it's not easy. It's not always it's not always easy to, you know, do your athkar right after us and right after Fajr and especially if you're a girl and you're getting your you get on your menses, Um, but you need to stay on top of your adhkar. And Mm -hmm. what is adhkar, you may ask, because, you know, I've only recently learned about this. Uh, It's plural for the word dhikr. Dhikr is remembrance. Adhkar means like a group of remembrance. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an and and the Prophet tells us in the hadith that we need to be remembering Allah at sunset and at sunrise, so between those two times. And you seek protection. So you're remembering Allah, but you also seek protection. And someone said this to me, and it was such a beautiful analogy. It's... Going into the world without doing your adhkar, it's as if going into a battlefield without an arm expecting not to be hurt. So the whole point of adhkar and the dhikr and doing those remembrance, and you can download the dhikr app, you can download the adhkar app, because that's the app I use. And you go to morning and evening, then you go to remembrance in the morning and the evening, and you read all those adhiyya after the Fajr and after Asr, you are protected. And not only are you protected, there's certain du'as that say, if you repeat this a few times, then your antigen is. Uh, if you die between... Um, the time that you read it or the next time that you're meant to read it, if you die within that period, your entry to Jannah is guaranteed or not is uh, forbidden for you or everything mm-hmm. that you desire in this world, you'll be given to, um, given it. So it, all these du'a have different virtues and it's just so beautiful and it just slows you down and it just makes, makes you feel so grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, so stay on top of your adhkar and do your adhkar and you will genuinely see, feel and see that peace in your life and that serenity that we... As, a peop- as people that live in a fast paced society are craving mm-hmm. and th- there's just hikmah behind doing it you're remembering Allah and ultimately it makes things fall into perspective and you realise my god it's not that deep mm-hmm. and if you die in that period you get Jannah or, 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 or Naar becomes Haram if Naar is Haram where are you going? because there's only Jannah and jannah. Mm-hmm. you're going <laughs> to Jannah baby right Sorry. so do those adhkar stay protected and look after yourselves and that's on what? <laughs> um,
2: I think one thing that I want everyone to remember is that Allah doesn't ever burden anybody with anything that they can't bear. Um, every day we always go through struggles in our life, and I think it's so important to remember that Allah is the one that He's the one that created us. He knows what we're capable of. He knows He knows what we can handle, what we can't handle, because He the one that He is the one that created us. Every single part of our body, Allah created us. So anytime you think you're going through something that's hard in your life thinking oh i can't do this or this too much just know that allah allah is the most just he doesn't ever um do dhulam on anybody or even on himself so if allah can't test you on something that he knows that you can't bear so you just have to always have that understanding that anything that you go through you can go through it because allah said he'll never burden us with anything that we can't do And I think uh, one quote that uh, Bilal Asad, he said, fear of Allah isn't about his punishment, it's about losing the love of Allah. So imagine you're walking on this earth that Allah created for us and Allah doesn't love us. So I think it's very important to just learn about Allah and understand how much Allah cares for us and Allah how much Allah wants us to go to Jannah. And just having that understanding and appreciation for Allah, I think it will be very good living a day-to-day life like that.
0: And (laughs) that's on what, guys? Hakka! Like, just to add to Amin's thing, um, when Allah's testing you, that just means he's, he loves you real. He loves you a little extra harder right now.
3: Mm-hmm. Do you know what
0: I mean? Because Allah says that he, only, he only tests the ones that he loves, so right now he's loving you extra. Like he's, he's giving you that extra bit of love, even though it's hard or whatever it is that you're going through, because everyone has different tests, that he loves you so much that like, he wants to test you. He wants you to come back closer to him. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, if anything, I want the girlies to take away from this episode. It's that everything's a journey. Do you know what I mean? Like you can't be at, running a marathon, and at the start you're just going blah <laughs> like you're going, you're going really really fast, and then you burn out all your energy. And by the time you get halfway through the marathon, you're just like, oh, I'm just, you know, I can't do it anymore. I just got to quit. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like with this, with this journey, guys, that we're on, there's actually no quitting. Like as much, like as much as we, do you know what I mean? As much as we may want to, or Shaitan's trying to convince you, there's actually no quitting, because at the end of the day, we're all going to one place. Do you know what I mean? Inna Lillahi <laughs> wa inna ilaihi raji'un. Like we're gonna return to Allah, so. Yeah, like we just we have to be mindful of what it is that we're doing with our life and where it is that we want to go and even though sometimes it's hard like i told you guys we're, we're just girlies we're just we're just babies <laughs> okay sometimes we don't want we don't want to remember like think about the p- depressing things sometimes but um i wanted to share the story basically recently my aunt passed away i <coughs> remember i told you guys <coughs> may allah give her may allah grant her for redos and forgive um, for I mean anything i mean my mum told me this other day and wallahi it, it, it um it had enough because she was just like, like, she didn't have that much but, so that's why she went, oh, she, went um, she started volunteering at the masjid, Barik, she started volunteering at the masjid and guys she volunteered at the masjid every single day because she couldn't do much for, she has a young son, Allahumma he's 12 years old so like in the times where she's not like with him, babysitting him or whatever, she would literally be at the masjid while he was at school and she's just cleaning it every single day and when i had that i just thought subhanallah like i make so many this reminds her story it inspired me guys to look, I do better with my life because subhanallah i make so many excuses about myself just even simply going to maybe i don't know the masjid or going to a study class or whatever i'm just like oh, i don't have this or da, 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 da. on a friday she passed away in the masjid while she was cleaning the house of allah and i just find that so crazy because even though allah she was always like um the last 10 years of her life but that's what she did she dedicated her life to just the masajid and her kids and subhanallah that's how she passed away
1: and you die upon the way that you the live the way that you live
0: do you know what I mean Allahumma barak she died in the house of Allah on a Friday subhanallah just before Jum'a prayer like don't you think that's crazy guys do you know what I mean so Allah alhamdulillah like when we had that even though it was very sad to hear my auntie passing away it's like Sometimes you have you have to find the ease and the hardship, basically. And for us, like, I feel like that was that was the ease and the hardship. Alhamdulillah, like knowing that someone had an honorable death. And guys, you know, she basically used to volunteer at two masjids, and when when it came to her janaza the masjids were literally fighting over who could do her janaza prayer. They were fighting because they were like she used to do so much for themselves. So she used to dedicate her time, anything that she has, she used to dedicate. It, and they were literally like, "No, we want to do her janaza We want we want the right to." to send her away like properly and I just thought that was so crazy because it's like when I pass away what's gonna happen to me do you know what I mean is anyone is anyone even gonna think about that I'm like do you know what I mean but alhamdulillah, al-hamdulillah they had the jannahs of her and everything and alhamdulillah I feel like sorry guys I didn't mean to mean you make you guys cry <laughs> but I feel okay. like for me it was like um, I told you guys I think about death and stuff like that but I feel like that reiterated for me like what it is that this life is like <clears throat> she had an honorable death and i feel like even though everyone was kind of hurt like it made everyone feel a little bit better do you know what i mean -hmm. um but yeah i feel like for me it reiterated like what is it that we actually want from Mm -hmm. this life so i feel like for anyone listening to this or just i feel like this is a reminder for myself as well like it it reminds me like actually what is it that i'm actually doing with my life like if you want you have to work for it do you know what i mean like subhanallah we can't there's only so many excuses that you can make for yourself and if you want a good ending, you have to work for it. If you want a good life, if you want a good akhirah, you literally have to work for it. You can't just be like, oh, da da da, I want it and not do anything or not contribute towards it at all. Do you know what I mean? So, inshallah, um Allah, we all learn from this. I feel like it's a lesson for everyone. And I want to share this story with you guys because I just feel like I want her, I want her story to be a means of jari for her. I want it to be like a lesson where we, you know what? Like I want to be, I want to be like habir's name. Yeah, guys. That's, that's I just wanted to leave you guys with that story. Um, please make dua for my aunt, guys. May Allah grant her jannah for May Allah widen her grave. Ameen. May Allah bestow all his mercy upon her Ameen. and make her time in the company easy for her. Ameen. Make her questioning easy for her. Ameen. Make her test easy for her and grant her jannah and make your hisab easy for her. Allahumma mean Ya Allah give us all a good ending Ameen. Ya Allah give us all a good ending Ya Allah Ameen. only take us when you're pleased with us Ameen. Ya Allah put khair in our life put barakah in our life put barakah in the way we end Ameen. Ya Allah only take us when you're pleased with us Ya Allah grant us Ameen. all gent- for those grant everyone that we care about everyone that we love and people that are here with us today and people that are not here with us today Ya Allah grant them khair and give us Ameen. khair Allah Guardian Allah, Ameen. Allah, Ameen. Allah. Ameen.
3: That was beautiful, Asha. Can I just say thank you so much for having us? Like, I love having l- you guys on. You're it was an amazing, amazing. Honestly, w- zazah like, zazah I'm so in awe of you every time. Stop I'm just it, listening guys. to these podcasts.
1: You guys. We do love I feel like you if guys, guys, I don't reiterate it, guys, Peace be to rely for the sake of
0: Allah. And I feel like if I don't reiterate it, guys, enough, we'll rely for everything that you guys do for me. All the love that you guys show me all the time. The fact that you guys keep me, you know, you keep me steadfast on my deen. And I feel like, like we said, guys, like doing this journey, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're all on this journey together and inshallah we stay on this journey together. Um, but yeah, it's not easy and sometimes like, well, I just, subhanAllah, like, like, like Baden said, like, I think about it, like, I was in such a low point in my life at one point that I made a dua and Allah heard me. He heard me, little old Aisha. Yeah? He heard me and he granted my dua and He, I asked for righteous friends and he gave it to me in abundance. SubhanAllah, I couldn't, the, even why, the, the little righteous friends that I was thinking about, or whatever I pictured at that time, like, he gave it to me tenfold. You guys, know what I mean, you guys are literally my walking answer to I. So I feel like if I don't ever ask, tell you guys how much I appreciate you, Allah, I appreciate you guys so, 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 so much. I know that you guys help me all the time with ways that you guys don't even realize that you're helping me. I hope that Allah gives you guys everything you want in this dunya with an akhirah, and inshallah, we all get reunited in jannah. Ameen. Ameen. Allah. <laughs> love
3: <you too. laughs> I love, you guys, so I love <laughs> you guys too. I love you guys too. <laughs> 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 I love you
0: guys too.